Hello, hello, and happy new year. Of course, it's the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts, and we are awesome. Bigger than we've ever been. 2022 meals. How you doing, brother? Happy uh happy new year. Let's burn these down. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's burn them down. Come on, man. You can fry them, dye them, lay them to the side. Oh, Red wow. beans and gravy. I ain't too lazy. You know what I'm saying? He's ready. He's ready. Okay. This is this is <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's get let's get a couple of things. Let's let's get some yeah. business done beforehand. Let's get our business done beforehand before we jump into it, before we dive into this. Yes, absolutely. No, I mean, first of all, you know, happy uh happy new year to everyone that listens to uh this show. Um, I hope you guys had a safe and a you know amazing holiday. Uh and, mm-hmm. and you know emphasis on safe. Uh it's, it's been a it's been a crazy, crazy uh couple weeks. Uh it's been a crazy weekend. Uh we're gonna get that we're gonna get to that though. Um hey, we, this we, is a, this, we, we also coming up on the anniversary mm-hmm. of you know January sixth. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm about to say, listen, AEW was one day off from premiering on TBS <laughs> on the same day. I know Cody and Tony was like, Dan, you know, sure we can't just push this shit back? Yeah, a, was it Thursdays, baby? We can't do Oh, my can't God. AEW Thunder? Can't do a little one of them? <laughs> um, Listen, how was your, how was your, how was your break? I know how was your break, but I'm asking so the people know. How was your, how was oh, your yeah. last week? <laughs> Oh yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> I mean, first of all, I just want to say thanks to everybody that sent their well wishes to me last week. Um, I, I had a little bit of a it wasn't like a health scare, but it was like a, a damn. It was a health scare. That's I think that qualifies. Yeah, it, it was it was tough, man. It, it was it was it was it was raw. It was definitely raw. Um, I actually had two like two kidney stones last week. And if you don't know what that is, that's like the most painful thing you could you could ever have. And I at one one moment I was sending meals pictures of my Gundam model kit that I finished, and then an hour and a half later I was doubled over my couch and I couldn't walk, and I couldn't even I could barely like breathe because like when that happens to you, you know it, it's like your whole abdomen is taken over. Like mm-hmm. what like the whole right side of my abdomen was was like just basically done, and. I it's I I was literally playing I was playing PS5 with Mark, and we were talking. It and always just, goes down on PS5 with either Mark or Cyrus or some fucking. I know, I know, I, and I felt bad. I was telling I told my fiance like something crazy always happens to me when I'm playing the game with Mark, and I feel really bad because I always like I don't like put him in the position, but he's always he's he never knows, and I never let him know. So like I was saying like if something happens to me again, I'm gonna let Mark know that something's going on with me, and I'm not just gonna like dip out. I, I was trying to talk to him the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> that. Yeah. Nick is crazy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Damn, so, that new Cardi must be hitting. This is what Mark. <laughs> so I threw the headphones off, but I was on my couch for about thirty minutes before I was able to actually because re- like my fiance goes to sleep really early. So like, <clears throat> I I had to like basically crawl to the room. I could barely walk. You know. You're, you're, you don't realize how much your body works in sync until you don't have access or something hurts, right? So, oh, like, yeah. my right side couldn't, I couldn't walk. So, I was like, baby, because <laughs> I, like, I wasn't trying to scare her, but I was like, something's wrong. 
and this is funny now, but it was like really serious that day, but or that night. I go to go to the emergency room. Obviously, I'm telling my fiance, like, I don't know. This is gonna be crazy because we're in a surge of COVID. <clears throat> I don't know how long I'm gonna have to wait. And I'm for sure not waiting in a waiting room in the ER. It's it's like the day before, it was like New Year's Eve Eve. Yeah, yeah. The day, like New Year's Eve Eve. So we go in there, obviously, thousands of people are not thousands, but like dozens of people are in the in the in the waiting room, all COVID patients. Um, nine hour wait. <clears throat> um and I'm like, I'm like, baby, I can't, bro. Like, I, I cannot, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't wait in this room and I can't wait nine hours. We go in the car to wait. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I throw up my whole, like, ev- everything. At this point, I'm like, is this appendicitis? What is this? I finally, like, get in. I get a room. Like, this is, like, five hours in. It's, like, 4 a.m. at that point. I went to the to the hospital at 4, mm-hmm. um, got a CT scan. They, they put me on IVs and stuff like that. That's when I kind of let everybody know what was going on. I didn't even let – y'all didn't even know because it just happened so late. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't really have any service at the time. Right. But I had, I had kidney stones. And what's crazy is that <clears throat> I actually had started changing my diet. So, like, I don't actually eat chocolate anymore. I don't drink soda um, I, I had been working out like since before I went to Mexico, but obviously like <laughs> the holidays, I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll get back to it in the new year. But, um, I had changed my, my diet around. So I look at the thing and it's like, oh yeah, you can get it from this, 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 and this. And I was like, you know what I did that whole, that whole, uh, that whole week leading up to this, I was wilding, eating mad popcorn. I went to the movies twice. I was eating just mad bullshit. And then just out of nowhere, like, you know, I got a, I got a stone. And it just it just shows you like take care of your health. You know what I mean. Even if you're on top of it, be more on top of it. You know, don't 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 lack. You know what I'm saying because it's serious, especially as you get older. So especially especially black men, we gotta know, we gotta get it checked out. I was in in bed all weekend, bro, trying to push that stone out, bro. It was it was serious. Um. Well, I'm glad you you sound like you're doing better. Um. I was also sidelined a lot last week. I got the COVID mm-hmm. booster shot which took me down and then it went on the symptoms went on for like way longer than it probably should have and i was like yo what the f- is going on and i think i had a f- stomach virus as well during this entire thing so wow. i know i was just like my insides were just coming out all of it everything was coming out sorry if this is way too graphic for a podcast that people were probably <laughs> no people wanted to know people wanted to know and i felt like i should let you know we got to let yeah. we got to let people know, yeah you know? so last week I did the last week episode of the A show was probably everything good I had left in me that I'd stored up to that point. I knew I was going to do it that day. I was like, all right, let me just chill. Let me get some liquids in. Let me pop some very extra strength Tylenol and let me make sure that I'm ready to do this. And it went well last week, like podcast went fine and stuff like that. But then after that, I was like, I was done for like, I even actively, like I still felt fatigued until like Sunday where I was like, I try to work out, couldn't really work out. I try to run, couldn't even really run. I don't even know why I was trying to run, but part of me is just like, yo, you need to be active or else you're going to get insanely fat. Um, so I did the best I could. And yeah, I mean, even still to this day, I slept mad wrong too. Now I got shoulder and neck problems and all this other stuff like that. Yo, world, if you have a pillow that you recommend, please recommend me that pillow because I need yeah, a new me- pillow. We need that. We need that. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I had to go get a new one from Target, and I realized this shit is just literally like full of air. Like it's full of air, and like maybe some other shit, but it's like it's not a good one. But it's it's holding me down thus far. But yeah, I, I your boy needs a new pillow. Um, 
but yeah, so I suffered through a little bit myself, not as much as you, not as death defying as you, but still nonetheless. No, it's, it's tough, man. I was on Norcos, Tylenols. I couldn't move, like I couldn't sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't sleep, you know, and, and that's one thing that the doctor said and the nurse said as well. They said of the people that they've that they've ever had have kidney stones and give birth. So this is women. They said that women said they would rather give birth. Than have a kidney stone. They said it was more, kidney stone was way more painful than giving birth. Damn. And I was like, I was told my fiance I was like, yo, I got like way, I got like ten times more respect for it, for just women in general. I already have respect, but I'm I got ten times more because I'm just like I couldn't I couldn't hold I couldn't hold this down for hours. This shit, this shit was killing me. Like I I couldn't do it. <sighs> but yeah, 2022. Take care of your health. Health is wealth. You can't get it back. That's the one thing you can't get back. You know what I'm saying? It is 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 you know a healthy body. So stick with it. And uh yeah, like just just make sure you care. But I'm good. I'm gonna be good. We're gonna be we're gonna be straight. You know what I mean? We're not, 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 we're not letting this get us down, brothers. Absolutely. Listen, while we're good, make sure you're good as well, and also listen to all the other podcasts on RNC Radio. I'm talking about the BLT podcast, RSPN, the Black Variant, Big Eyes, The Lookout, Um Us, War yeah. Report. Uh, rewriter's room is coming back pretty soon make sure you listen to everybody um yep. during this period as well just putting that a little bit out there i think what we should do is because this is we got a big episode yeah kind of which what do you want to do first patreon or the topic let's go into patreon we'll be right back for the public people but let's go into patreon right now we're back from uh, we talked about New Year's Evil on the, on the Patreon and, and some New Japan stuff. So, uh, definitely put your five in for 2022. Tap into that. We talk we talk a lot of stuff about New NXT. So shout out to the War Report with Cyrus and Quan this right. week. But Patreon.com backslash D H O R N C. Yes. Um. It, it it always happens, you know, right when the show ends. But it just seems as though you had to get one more. You had to squeeze out one more crazy thing that was going to happen in wrestling Twitter and in the community um, right before the year ended. So we want to we want to kind of give people just the we want to want to give people kind of just the. I don't know. What what, what do you think? Just kind of the timeline here of, of what happened or, or do you think feel like people know what the timeline really kind of is? I think people know the timeline. Yeah. Um, I would like to give kind of where <laughs> the energy that I was feeling at the time, if I can, if I can, in terms of how we built into this. Um, yeah. So I want to say this by also referencing a show that we watched maybe 24 hours before this happened mm-hmm. that not sim- not totally similar, maybe congruent. Um, both Justin and I are in our thirties. Yeah. So obviously we watched the real world homecoming LA on Paramount plus. Yeah. They had one of the wildest episodes this week that had Tammy Roman. If you have not Tammy Roman, Tammy Roman's one of the original cast members. She's also, uh, another successful reality. So I, I, I don't know, know the other reality show. Forgive me, Tammy. Um, yeah. We watched that episode. So there was an episode this week that dealt with kind of race relations 
between various groups of people. Yeah. Um, it was a <laughs> it was a little bit of a setup, but it was a setup that worked. Um, there was a there was a question that I asked about the Black Lives Matter, you know, riots and then and, and, and not riots necessarily, but gatherings and protests and all this other stuff. Um, that opened up a very big trending discussion on uh, on the real world LA homecoming, mm-hmm. in which Tammy herself, a black woman, said, "Listen." When, when she was approached with kind of like the situation of what's going on, she was like, listen, this is how I feel about this situation. This is why things make me uncomfortable or not make me uncomfortable. And she had got a lot of sort of response from it, whether it was liked or not. And even one of the people in this conversation as well saying, oh, well, my situation, da, 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 there's people using the black people and the word colored and all this other stuff. And, and, and. And another situation where one of the other cast members say the N-word, but he says he doesn't say the N-word. It was just said to him, but he still said the N-word in the entire process and came up with this whole side of, like, little thing that I thought would ended up being kind of a great discussion. She had a great little post thing talking about it on her YouTube channel about kind of not necessarily being racist, but saying things that are or or doing things rather that are to the detriment of just humanity in general mm. um fast forward so i was already amped up about that because i was like okay this is this is very interesting i don't like seeing a black woman kind of play because she felt like she was the only one in that situation that's really where a lot of my energy you've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to mention something there was a black man there also there was a black man there as well <laughs> who also was like that. i was not offended by this white man saying the n-word on it um so that played into it. So I always, I felt a lot of feelings as well just regarding her because I felt like, yo, it's tough being – like, we're not black women. I don't necessarily want to speak entirely for them, but I know that it is tough for them. I live with black women. I live with three black women. Um, I've listened to a lot of experiences on different podcasts and stuff like that in terms of, like, how they're treated in society, how it may not be the best – how they don't feel like a lot of people have their back. I listened to this entire thing. Let's fast forward to New Year's Eve. I'm staying my ass home. It's COVID out. And it's cold. Um, Big Swole, former member of the AEW roster, someone who um, recently revealed a number of weeks ago that she was, they did not come to agreement on renewing her contract. Um. She said for a long time that she was going to talk about it on her medium and she had the opportunity to, and she did that on New Year's Eve. She went in on Colin. I, I forgot the thing, but it's an audio kind of like, it seems like an audio live podcasting thing. It seems like Clubhouse, but like on an own app type of thing. Yeah, really, really weird. Yeah, I didn't want to sign <laughs> up. But, um, because I knew I would get the Spark Notes anyway, and shout out to Petty Tree for thus providing the Spark Notes for this entire situation. She was the Absolutely. really one who was live tweeting this before. It Everyone. really <laughs> before it really came to head. Um yeah. but she said some things, and to be honest with you, it wasn't really a big news discussion. At all. It it <laughs> confirmed it, it confirmed what people already knew. It yeah. wasn't a big deal because we already knew it. We just needed somebody to say it. People have been saying for weeks, 
man, I wonder what would happen if someone were to say this out loud. And because the, the thing is about this type of stuff is that you want to get it out in the open. Yes. You want to let it be, get out in the open because they're so secretive. Journalists don't talk about this type of stuff, but they have so much stuff to talk about about other companies. Uh, the fans don't like to talk about it. They like to act like it doesn't exist. The wrestlers don't talk about it because obviously they want to keep their jobs. But it was the one thing. And, and let me be clear, like Big Swole, like isn't somebody that that like we're you know, we don't really talk about it on the show. We're not like I'm not like super huge fan. Like I appreciate what she what she does on Twitter and what she does to, to signal boost. A lot of the people. Right. And I appreciate her place within how important of a role she plays in this community as a part of just being one of the black wrestlers who is very vocal, who um, rides for us. We ride for her, et cetera, et cetera, like that. But, yeah, I I appreciate her place within this within our our black wrestling community. Absolutely. Yeah. And, And I think that to me is a is to me is like her biggest legacy to me. But she talks about her final talk with Tony Khan when she said she didn't want to resign. She said, I explained to TK that I didn't want to resign because my peace was being disrupted. If anyone knows me or myself, if anything is disrupting your peace, it's time to let it go. It might be scared or it might be hard, but it's time to let go. When Kenny said that, it was a circle coming to an end because Kenny and I would bump heads throughout my time in AEW. To end it on that note felt good. It felt wonderful to end in a place where we didn't see eye to eye, but we were there. And she says her heart stopped being in it is the reason why I left AEW. I feel like there were a lot of things. And I told them in my exit interview, there are a lot of things that need to change. I know fans of the company don't take criticism some well sometimes. Keep that in in mind because she she foresaw this. Certain ones, certain ones, keep that in mind as well because that's going to be important as well. Know this. This is somebody from the inside. The structure is a little off. It's fine to be loose, but I like to have a little bit more structure. I felt like the women shouldn't have gone through everything they went through just to get on TV or get time. You're signed to this big company. You should get time. All these men are getting time, but the women aren't getting anything or you're not putting people on TV because more people are coming in. Meals, this is something that we have talked about <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> For fucking ever. Like, this is why this is why my first response. You know what? If you have anything else to add, please continue. Okay, so she says, she continues saying, shoveling money doesn't keep a person happy. We've seen time and time again, especially in a place where there's not enough space, there's no writers in a sense. Not everyone is comfortable writing their own things. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's exactly what that environment is. If you are shy and don't know how to write or are not creative, it's not going to work unless they want it to work for you. That's one of their biggest issues. Boom. Boom. If you listen to the war report, if you listen to literally any other AEW criticism, this is the truth. Yes. And there are it, and it's okay to be a fan, but as a fan, you gotta realize that is their biggest downfall right now. Is that she's in the and this is where people ignore twenty twenty one, by the way. I'm just that's, that's <laughs> another part of my it's twenty twenty one and the fact that they're go ahead. I'm gonna I'm let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook because I gotta you know, touch on two things. This is before she even got to the comments that made people mad. What I'm noticing is that no one talked about that part. No one talks about that part of the company structure. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about that part. So she says, outside of a lack of structure, their biggest issue, which is diversity. I do not beat around the bush when it comes to diversity Diversity and my people. There is no representation, truly. And when there is, it does not come across in the black community as genuine at all. I don't know why everybody is so afraid to accept or say it, but it's not a good look. What happens is you have this wonderful company that treats people like family, but there's nobody that looks like me that is represented at the top and in the room with them. They are not helping to necessarily influence decisions, but to explain why certain slang and certain words shouldn't be said. 
There is no one else who can explain our culture and experience except for us. I knew something was up when my daughter, who loves watching wrestling, she would watch AEW all the time and seldomly watch WWE. She's not a big fan unless dad, her dad, of course, is uh, her husband, I believe, Cedric Alexander, uh, was on TV. It stopped happening after they botched the Hurt Business. She would say, Mommy, there's nobody that looks like me on AEW. There's nobody that looks like Daddy. Then she started watching WWE because she saw Bianca and Big E. She saw herself represented. If that wasn't a click, you were absolutely right. I don't have an explanation. It's 2021. Why are people saying it'll take three years for AEW to have a black champ? This is a scripted sport. It should not take that long if you've been watching WWE for 50 plus years and you know what not to do. Listen, one, it's 2021. That was my big thing about this. I I read all of this. Let me just say, I think both you and I, before the Tony Khan response, before anything, we read all of this and was like, story checks out. <laughs> Where's the lie? I mean, is there anything that we haven't already said on this show? Well, what we-, what we haven't said, what we haven't said, what Quan and Cyrus haven't said, what other people haven't said, what... what uh, that guy Greg you know, hasn't said. With, that with, guy what, Greg hasn't said. What, um, every, what people who aren't... I'm, and, and I'm not saying that it's, if you want to be an AEW fan, that is cool. I watch the show. It is cool. But to blatantly ignore the shortcomings that they had because it doesn't work for you is where I think a lot of the fandom gets into this delusional, um, ridiculous state. And that's where kind of the tribalism that we're talking about, that we're constantly going up against, continues to happen in the online what, discourse. What was more concerning is that it was actually it was actually black people that were like pushing back on us when we said these things. And if she because, can again because of the tribalism thing, because it's like, well, but she didn't say nothing that I didn't say before when I when we specifically talked about Biggie and Bianca. She, and you know what else was was important? She didn't just talk about the, she didn't talk about oh, but she lost at SummerSlam. She talked about the fact that she was present on TV. Mm-hmm. She talked about the fact that Biggie and Bianca were present on TV weekly, and they were present and it was they were represented on TV because she, like she said, it's a scripted sport. Ups and downs happen, and we'll talk about ups and downs <laughs> in a couple minutes. But ups and downs happen. That doesn't necessarily mean that the the you know it's not getting through to them. I don't want to repeat what I said a couple months ago, but it, it that shit this shit matters. This shit matters, bro. Representation. And it's not and 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 I think what's getting lost here, because everyone is so fixated on that word diversity and stuff like that, but in the same place, it's like we're fi- first of all, she's speaking from her experience. She can only speak for herself in this situation. So when she talks about the lack of diversity and the lack of representation lack of community she's talking about that as a black woman and as a black person you know what i'm saying she's not necessarily speaking about that as hispanic person as an asian person as any other descent like that she's talking about it from her experience and she gave you the example of her experience um so and but and and it's absolutely in my opinion in my humble opinion that shit was true from the get-go yeah the, the aew has 
we talked about this in 2019. And you know why I remember? Because I went back a couple months ago to listen to that episode, the Make It Make Sense episode, which is still a great episode. I advise everyone to go back to it. And we literally talked about the exact same thing of them, you know, a proponent of diversity, um, lack of structure at the top, too many bosses, et cetera, et cetera. This is all the stuff that we've been talking about for years. Why can we see it and nobody else can see it? I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 it, because it, it, it's clear <laughs> as day, in my opinion. But back to kind of that, she's speaking from her experience. And this is experience that everyone has kind of echoed. And this is the experience that I feel unfortunate for other people when she's talking about this and her own representation and her own humanity and people decide to shit upon that or try to um, take any weight away from the words that she's saying because it's like, well, they diverse to me. Here's the thing. that had Well, let's get to that because that hadn't actually happened no. when this came out. No, that, none, of that that, it, none of that happened when the comments actually came out. It happened a little bit later on, and uh, a little bit later on uh, that day, uh, around. Uh, I didn't even. I didn't even do a big reaction to it. I literally read the episode. I didn't say like, "Told you so." I didn't say, "Look at that." I didn't say, "Hmm." I said, "You know what? Retweet." And I hope people read this. That's what I hope from it. I didn't repeat anything until. <laughs> so, later on that day. Tony Khan in a retweet day, like 90 minutes later <laughs> in, in, a, in a retweet uh, of Fightful who did do their own breakdown of, of her uh, of her podcast. Tony Khan. <laughs> so online says the top two AEW execs are Brown, me and Mega. Jade Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah and Mark Quinn all won on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. AEW Rampage, Street Fight tonight. <sighs> that was when I said, and we get all the hate. <laughs> we get the hate. That's, that's when I said, we're the ones on a weekly basis. We're, we're out here. We're fighting for our motherfucking lives, man. Every week. <laughs> It reminds me of the time when, and I don't even think people remember this, when I was asking for more diversity on StarCast. Yes. Remember that? Yes. When I said there needs to be more diversity on StarCast, and the StarCast account had had came at me, and they retweeted it with some type of spark, smarky remark, and for weeks, I got death threats. For weeks, I got people calling me all types of niggas. I got people saying all types of crazy shit to me from Europe, mostly, uh, all that whole <laughs> week. Conrad... In my DM saying, "Well, I tried to, I tried to invite Wale. He said no. Uh, all of that type of shit. Wale like, is not I got the only a, black person that ever existed, by the way, that talks about wrestling. But go off. I mean, exactly. I mean, it, it's been years, but yes, he's not the only I said, black person. I said, yo, we should have more. We should have. We should. And, and I was like, I'm not just talking about us on the A show. We should. You should have Stat Guy Greg there. You should have this there. You should have that there. You should have. You should have um, Alexis there. There are people that talk within this community. I didn't even put us at the top of that list." at that time i just wanted us to be in, in in the room they eventually did it and 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 put people there that I, I felt as though were people that were um calming to their audience i'm sure but um that reminds me of that where it's like th these big and here's the thing yes tony khan is 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 a person of color but he also speaks directly to the 
white male young audience because they feel and they see themselves in him and he doesn't necessarily like put that part of himself out there like that if you know what i mean like he's he's not exactly like being like proud to be brown you know what i'm saying he's 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 literally talking like he's one of one of them and he other he he effectively othered big swole there and that was just wrong i i was so there was no part of me i mean there was a part of me that was obviously vindicated because i felt like i was like yo y'all are the fucking worst people that I never, not like the worst people, but like we really come from a place of like, yo, I really like watching this show because I feel like we're represented. We literally said the same thing Big Swole said. I like, yeah. we like watching WWE at times because there's people like Biggie on it. There's Kofi, there's Xavier, there's all types of things. Like, essentially what Big Swole was saying was like, yo, AEW just be using niggas to make sure they got the lingo right. Yeah. <laughs> they got the... But then, but then they still get the lingo wrong because even that same week, what a week! The Brandy Rose... The Brandy Rose promo comes out. <laughs> the, 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 the The part two to the thing where she, at the end, says... Um, Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may not be a black belt, but I'm a black bitch. And I said, "Why? Why? Why did you? Why?" As I knew when she came out, it was about to be some extra shit. As soon as she came out, I was like, "Oh, I thought this was thick." I was like, "Oh, here she go, part two. I need a girl, part two. Dun, 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 dun. She was doing one of those, and I was like, "Yo, why? Why, Lord? Why?" Um. But this is this was the 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 final nail in the coffin because you essentially opened the floodgates. You Tony Khan, as I am talking to you, you essentially opened the floodgates for everybody mm-hmm. to call this woman all types of names. At this woman, all types of names. Say that she's not good. Say that she's not valued. Say that she's not worth anything. You essentially open the floodgates for all of that. This this woman is not only. I mean, not only is she a minority, which was the entire basis of the entire thing that she's talking about. So she's going to get it extra worse. But she's a mother. She's a she's a wife. She's all these type of things that are now becoming now people are attacking her for so many different things because you opened the floodgates because you wanted to say this. You wanted to slam dunk on someone because you felt your ego got so attacked by someone criticizing one thing. And this isn't the first time that he's done this. This isn't the first time. It's not even the first time in the last two months. Homegirl came at him. On that call and said, hey, what are you going to do a lot more about the women? And he went off. He interrupted her. He cut her off. He told her, listen, I do so much. I invested so much money in this. So really, they should be thanking me because I sent them all this female talent. I sent them all this money for their little NWA Empower show or whatever the fuck he was talking about. And I said, bro, you are an owner of a company. You are a, I don't know if you're a multimillionaire or a billionaire. I don't know how much more money you got at this point. Don't matter. It don't matter at all. The thing about it is, is that like that her wrestling, like like bringing her wrestling down, didn't have to be said. No, he could have like honestly, it would have still been a bad tweet. It, it's a Trumpish tweet, by the way. Oh, like the, just the way. Here are the niggas that we have. Yeah, here are it, the niggas who have won in the last thirty days. Oh, what... imagine, like like just imagine 
if any other person who owned a company did this. You know, that's what I kept thinking of this entire time. I was like, imagine if this was not professional wrestling. Your ass would have been grass. Oh, this yeah. TBS shit that you have coming out on Wednesday. It'd be over. It'd be would over. have been over. So you but better it, be glad that this is professional wrestling where no yeah. one gives a fuck. Yeah, nobody. The reason this isn't a bigger deal is because nobody gives a shit about wrestling. And that's what people got to actually really kind of understand about that's a lot sad, of this shit. too. It goes, it's sad, but it's like, that's that's really a lot of the reason why a lot of this shit goes down and is allowed to happen. Because, like, nobody really, get, like, wrestling is kind of its own kind of, like, mafia. Yeah. It's kind of its own little little area where it's like, no one really touches it. No one gives a shit. But it's like, you brought down her wrestling as if it mattered. You signed her and had her on your company for two years. You knew if she wasn't good, you and Kenny knew. If she wasn't good, you could have just let her go. But you, you didn't want to be the bad guy, huh? You didn't want to be Vince McMahon. You didn't want to be releasing people. I understand you. Because my thing is, is like, imagine if Vince McMahon said anything like this or Triple H or Stephanie McMahon or anything like that. There is like real media training that they have that he just does not seem to have. And I I don't understand how people who are like fans and and could see that. Like, yeah, WWE, they do their shit in the dark (laughs) for sure. But what what to me why are we even con- you know what i'm saying there, there there should be no even comparison of, of of how bad that is like optics wise to do that to a black woman it and is, that's started, terrible that started the floodgate to start at the and then you had Britt baker liking it you had like mjf she had a fucking it. wedding and i'm like what the fuck you have time to like this oh i i i, I gotta ask people they ain't like her. Just, I know. I, I'm sorry, Big Swole. I'm sorry that your coworkers ain't really fuck with you. I don't know if you doubt they did. I hope you didn't. I'm assuming she's don't. a real one. She's a real one, so yeah. I know that she didn't. But yeah, all every single I didn't see one coworker come to her defense and except Leo Rush for the for what 24 hours, 20 hours, um, maybe even 12. But I didn't oh, see look, one coworker. Leo. We're going to get to Leo in a second. I didn't Let's see not even... one co-worker come to her defense. And you know why? Because they're scared. Because they're scared that if they co-sign any of this, they will they're also not... get lambasted by Mr. Tony Khan himself. Yeah. Mr. The bringer of opportunity. The, 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 the racial Don Dada himself. Diversity by every name, every color, every creed. Tony <laughs> Luther Khan. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're scared that he's going to do something to him. Well, I, I got to ask before we can even continue, because we got to get to the reactions to by her coworkers. That's that's a good point, place to go. Mm-hmm. Does this make anyone want to continue watching this or to start watching this show? Or this, this, this brand? Because I was already kind of like, I would watch for Brian... I think I'm going to stop doing that after after Wednesday. Honestly, I, I don't think there's much I can get out I of. I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch Rampage. Rampage is brand new. Brand spanking new. I wasn't watching that shit. Like, I does was- this make anyone want to watch this anymore? And if so, why why are you still sticking with it? Oh, obviously yes to to support. You know, obviously to support the, your favorite wrestlers. But it's like, where 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 does that line draw? Especially if you're one of those people that were like, well, this company does bad shit. So I'm going to go to this company because they do less bad shit. Like, what is that? Where do you stand there when your little moral, your moral chess game that you're playing with these two shitty companies here? I've said this. I've said this. People are going to like what they like and make excuses for what they like. Absolutely. So I expect no change. 
She mm-hmm. is not even at that company anymore. There is nothing to worry about for these people. At the end of the day, they're going to watch it under the guise of the diversity that this man has proposed for the last week and a half throughout the various workers in this company. Yeah, fucking. Um, and you know what? I feel sorry. I know the people who ain't say nothing. And I know how they feel or they might feel or maybe what they kind of feel. And they probably won't say anything. Ricky Starks deactivated his account. <laughs> that nigga. Listen. He gave his neck for this company, bro. <laughs> his whole neck, bro. Whole neck. I mean, be clear. You had Leo Rush come out and say, this is wrong. Apologize. Apologize. And everyone say, yeah, Leo. Because yeah, they all. You got it, Leo. You got it, Leo. When, you remember when I was like, man, don't be falling for that Leo Rush bullshit. I'm sure every he felt time, away. I'm sure he felt away initially. <laughs> I'm sure he felt away, but then he did the equivalent of what he did last time he felt away. And and you know what he did after that? We he chopped turned it around up. <laughs> he turned around and did a song with Enzo right after that. We chopped it up. We talking. AW on TBS this Wednesday. <laughs> I said, nigga. Uh, just folded. Just uh, folded. Uh, <laughs> everyone was that's that that was Twitter. Twitter was like, oh. Never trusting this nigga with my life again. But they they will again. They will always trust Leo <laughs> Rush for some strange fucking reason. He has always been to me somebody who has just been the the biggest like the biggest grifter to me. Just just period. You had you had him come out. Then you had Powerhouse Hobbs come out, which I was like Powerhouse fucking Power Hobbs. Hobbs that nigga can. <laughs> Did, did Tony say all right, nigga? Come on. <laughs> I was about to I was about to say something real out of pocket. But you know what? <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs, you bizarro big E. Oh, Look. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the nerve you had, you don't say, n- I have never heard a word that came out your mouth ever of any substance until you decided yeah. Tony Khan is nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tony hey, y'all not talking about the strives that they've done, they, that they've made. Oh my they, god. They turned their back on Swole so bad, and so did a lot of AEW fans. So who wrong. claim who claim to be this bastion of woke mm. people, but definitely ultimately revealed yourselves to be majority white males. Oh, this is wait, what wait, wait, wait. they couldn't they, not only that, they couldn't have words to say during this time. They saw everything came down. It was like, I need to take a couple minutes. Oh, yeah. I need to figure my life out. Hold up. I'm Or I'm so glad that I'm not tweeting about this right now. I need to spend time with my family or anything of the other on on on, 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 on these, cha- on, you know, because it's New Year's Eve or things. I'd rather best spend time with my family. Oh, my yeah. God. You can't have them stop. Biggie loses the title. And people can't jam that tweet hard enough. Yeah. Over something f- fake and predetermined is professional wrestling. This is real. He lambasted, he crucified a black woman live on Twitter in front of your eyes in 4K, and there was nothing that no one can say about this? You can't say that was wrong? No? When we ask all these publications, ask these tough questions at these media scrums and all of that, suddenly, oh, no, you're going to kill the vibes if you ask about the women. You're going to kill the vibes if you ask about black you're representation. You can kill the vibes if you talk about Jay fucking Lethal. Yeah. You kill the vibes if you talk about Jay Lethal. And his his past, or, or or what's my name, Darby Allen, and the things that he's done or been accused of, are we gonna kill the also, vibes? Darby, 
Also, Darby Allen going at Core Jade. I mean, that's not brought up by Tony Khan at all. Not, not at all. So you're going to kill well, the vibe. So like, so I want to get to what Powerhouse Hop said. He said, there's so much that goes into AEW that those online don't see. And when I heard, when, they, when he said that, I was like, listen, man, there's a lot of things that go into things and companies that we don't see. But someone who worked there definitely told us what goes on yeah. <laughs> that we don't see. He said, often flies under the radar that Tony and Mecca are people of, of color. And having them in charge of AEW, we did not say they weren't motherfucker. <laughs> exactly, I, I it did not fly in our face. Like we're just gonna break down this whole thing, you because he's a dumb motherfucker and he didn't write this. By the way, <laughs> he didn't write this shit. Uh, I, I see firsthand how hard they're working to make wrestling more diverse. How nigga? How? How? You lost to CM Punk, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You weren't seen ever again, bro. Fuck are you talking about, bro? Did George Cassidy fucking fucking squash you that one time, nigga? Get out of here! I want you all to know that I consider Tony and Mega family, and I'm disappointed to see their efforts dismissed. People have no idea the time and effort it takes to put on. We know this. We know this. AEW, but but the thing is, you know what's important about this statement? It's coming from a man. He's he's essentially mansplaining to us this shit because he said the AEW is an open environment where people like me, people like me, people like you, man, like you, a black man, nigga, <laughs> are seen and heard. Tony works hand in hand with people of color on the roster all the time about their story ideas, input, matches, etc. Not every idea will work, but every idea is listened to and valued. This is again something that completely went against Swole said. Everything he's saying here is against what Swole said, but I guess AWPR felt as though this was important to say because it was a black man saying it. There's a black person saying it, and he basically went out and said, everything she said, say the opposite of what she said. Period. I don't want us to say the rest of the shit. This is just disgusting. This is, it's so trash to see stuff like that, to see, Britt Baker, you overrated as shit, man. And I'm glad I put that down, and I'm glad I stand two feet on that last week, because you got some nerve. This woman puts you over in a big way. Went to your weak dental office. Had a match in your whack ass dental office. Are you gonna talk about her wrestling? Her her wrestling not good enough. Yeah, nigga, fuck you, fuck you and your and your little boyfriend. That nigga, that that fucking oompa loompa ass bitch. Fuck him. This this got me so, and I've been holding this in for mad days. I've been trying. I said all I said, but I could have said more on Twitter. To be honest, I could have did three days worth of this shit. Because this is all, this is not even all the ammunition you need. This is all, this is in front of your face. They're telling you this in 4K. Who they are. They're, They're telling, telling you who, who they, are. they are. In your face. In 4K. Right before your eyes. And yes, they are probably. Go ahead. And this is something you wouldn't even put up with. With, uh, with uh, uh, this is something you don't put up with, with, with your government. <laughs> this is something these niggas didn't put up with with Trump. Yeah. They was doing it all the time. These niggas are doing the exact same playbook, which is PR that deflects away from the real issue in the in their in their in in their company. And they're in the real thing that's going on there. It's business as usual on Wednesday, Meals, with what they have going on. There are no black people in big positions on that dynamite show on TBS on Wednesday. No, and they will they will try to explain, they will try to say they are. And shout out to Jade Cargill. She's in the finals of this TBS title tournament. I hope she wins. But still. It remains They're going to be the Jade thing. And the thing is, we should be celebrating Jade. Yes, if she wins, we should be celebrating. Yes, we're going to celebrate that. But people are going to look at that and say, this wipes away everything. But here's because the thing. They- <laughs> but here's the thing. Jade debuted 
in March of 20, was it 2020 or 2021? Um, she has been seldom used in any capacity since then. Will right. Hobbs and them have been seldom used in any main capacity, unless their main capacity is face CM Punk on week three of his return. They're not having programs. They're not represented in a way that makes people want to see them. They're not represented in a way that they're actually seen instead of actually just, I guess, watch for being for being performers. They're not seen and heard. You're just shown on television. Oh, there's there's not been a meaningful private party match that I've seen in two years. There's been so you talking about these people and they got their wins on this show like that. That is not what we're talking about. Wins don't even fucking matter the here. Wins don't even fucking matter. We just so, the wins don't matter, especially especially if you white in AEW. The wins definitely don't matter because you're still gonna get Jungle Boy still on TV. Adam Cole and them still on TV. Um, the fucking best friends are still on TV. All the motherfuckers are still on TV. This shit don't, don't matter. Do shit. Yeah, they don't do shit. They're re-rocking Undisputed Era. While while they're taking up all the women's TV time, just because they and and this is this is the main issue here, Mills. I've said this before. I said this months ago. Nothing is going to change. People don't want to listen to me. <laughs> I always end up being right. Nothing's going to change. They have bookmarked so much money into their white talent. Think about who they have signed in the past six months. They have signed Andrade, which again, really good signing. They've done nothing with them. Malachi Black fantastic signing he's fucking fighting Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> bro they they signed Brian Danielson they signed Adam Cole they signed CM Punk they signed Kyle O'Reilly they signed Bobby Fish they signed Jay Lethal who is a fucking sex pest all these people mostly white people that they've signed though these money is bookmarked into that talent and that talent alone for the next four to five years it is a wrap Unless there is like a rock level talent that's coming out of there, which from what Big Swole says, the way, how they do business, there's not going to be one that comes out with the way that, that how they do creative there. There just isn't. Now they that now they got they now they on hooks dick. Who there isn't a chick. There is there's so many people you have to overcome in that company to even as a as a person of color get there. It might take them 50 years to get a black champion. Let's just be clear. Don't let Mox come back. Nigga, don't let Kenny Omega come back. Meals, those those are two of the biggest stars. They are gone <laughs> right now. This company cannot change the way that their roster is constructed. And that is why Swole is smart for leaving. Because there's, they're just going to keep adding. You th- Think about how much money you think they, they pay for, to get Kyle O'Reilly immediately like they did. How, oh, how much God. money they pay for, for how much they pay for Adam Cole to play Resident Evil game shitty on Twitch. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm sure they're going to sign plenty of diverse talent, but it's about what you do with them. It really is. You talk about representation. We're talking about it on screen. We're not talking about y'all diverse. Y'all got people of all creeds, all races, colors, cultures, all this other stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. But it's a representation that she was talking about for her. She's talking about her humanity, her experience like that. And you shit it all over it. You told her that she was not value or worth a damn thing in one tweet. You lied. Because in an interview earlier in the year, it was Big Swole. We got to find your way to Big Swole. Big Swole is such a great talent. And, she, and don't get me wrong. I think Big Swole 
is someone, especially in the building blocks of AEW, who, whether you thought she was a good wrestler or not, had enough, I think, of a personality and stood out enough from everybody on the roster that you could have figured a way in there. And I watched her match with Diamante, a couple of things, and I was like, damn, this feud should be on the main television show. Why is it on Dark? Why is it on YouTube? And people busting their ass and breaking their necks and busting their bones. She's got an no, illness of her own. And no, she's Mio, going. It's about, it's about we shouldn't complain about it. We shouldn't just talk about it. We should just be glad that we got it. And, you know, we there's too many people talking about it, yet they're not looking at. Shut up, man. It looks dumb as hell, boy. Yeah, dumb as fucking hell. Everybody scattered like roaches when the time came when this motherfucker showed his ass. Everyone scattered like roaches. It was a bunch of, of, I can't. I can't right now. I can't believe it right now. Get out of here. Everyone had to concoct what they were going to say, how they're going to word this nicely, all this other stuff like that. I get that you like AEW. Hold them to the fucking fire. Want better from them. I want better from them. I don't hate AEW. But I want better for them. I want better representation for me as a black male. I want that for me. As for black fans, this is 2021. Are you fucking dumb? Like, how do you not have... You you, you talk about everyone always shits on it. It took them 50 years to get a black champion. Oh, now they're doing black champions. Oh, now they lose it. Why make the same mistakes that the WWE made? If you know, if you knew better, you would do better. Hey, listen. <sighs> um, you wanna you wanna take a break, or you wanna go right into day one? Can we talk about um someone else left? <laughs> yeah, niggas don't even care. <laughs> someone else left their company. Niggas, niggas, niggas don't care. Tony Storm just left. <laughs> Tony Storm left. <laughs> She had a she had a house show match against Sasha Banks and Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship at the end of the year, and then she said, "All right, I'm done. Pay for my own fights. (laughs) I don't think I could do this anymore." Tony Storm is gone. God bless Tony Storm. I mean, if you don't like a job, leave. I'm I'm not even gonna hold you. I got nothing for her. It seemed like she was gonna be in a great position. Um. Or she was in a great position and possibly could have ended up on day one. I wish the best for her in her future endeavors. I there's really not much to say, and we there's really been no news since. Uh, it just seems like she was Everyone's over it. Happy for I, it. I, yeah, I I feel like the Tony Khan stuff. What's it to to be honest? Um, I felt like the conversation died down quickly when people found out that she just left on her own accord, and there was really no controversy. Yeah. To be like gleaned from this, like I mean, it, I'm it, sure it, people wanted to drink. If they were better than female performers, then they wouldn't have left. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure. Over it. I mean, there's a million women there. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, yeah, I I feel like if there was for uh, I, there was just just nothing to talk. About here, Let, I thought let's go was... to let's take a break. Let's go to day one, and then we go to Raw, and then we figure out day, how to run our lives one, after this. Day one continues the conversation we're having before the break, so we'll we'll continue this conversation. That the conversation is over, like we said, this is a big episode. So we're gonna get to day one, and we're gonna talk about how 
how awesome Brock Lesnar is and uh, how, how fucking crazy you motherfuckers are when we get back. Acknowledge me. (laughs) I would also like to acknowledge my advocate for advocating my free agency, for advocating all the strings you pulled Saturday to make, to help make me the WWE champion. Paul? Thank you. And now, what does Brock Lesnar do as your WWE heavyweight champion? Well, he concentrates not only on reigning, but defending. So at the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar will defend the championship against the winner of the originally scheduled Fatal 4-Way, which takes place tonight right here in this very ring. Let's run down the challenger, shall we? Okay, I would love to to do that part, but it would be like five minutes of a break and uh, we'll get yeah, into the show. Yeah. That was I, was, I thought we were going to get to the Big E part, which was... <laughs> the Big E part was hilarious because Paul is very online, and I feel like I feel, WWE is online. They're very online. Everyone there is very online. And I feel like he did that on purpose. And I feel like he did that because it was just like, y'all need to shut, like, like, shut the fuck, Relax. like, chill. Like, come on. <laughs> like, like, chill the fuck out. Because he was literally saying shit that people, like, I think Kaz had said it. And he said the same thing. And I was just like, oh, yeah, he's definitely he's been reading tweets. He was like, he said something to the effect of, like, there's no shame in losing to Brock Lesnar. And I think, I don't know, Biggie said that. And I was like, yeah, there's, there's no shame in fucking losing to Brock Lesnar at all. But let's get into day one. Um, which I thought was a fun show. It was like it was definitely like it didn't feel like like a pay per view, but it was a super upbeat. Like it felt like it was a it was a house show that they they put production behind, and it felt super upbeat, and it was very fast. Absolutely. I mean, it kicked off out the gate with a well, kicked off on the kickoff show with someone kicking someone's damn nose off. But <laughs> um, I mean, it had a good pace to it, had a nice beat. Honestly, <laughs> Migos are great. I thought Migos were, they were game. Migos were game. They were absolutely game. I was like, what? Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Street Profits losing and be like, yo, I really, yo, yo. Yeah, you know, know what? They it, felt like they were, they were wrestling for Migos, which I thought was really, <laughs> I thought was dope. <laughs> they were yo, like Shao Kahn. Because did like the Harlem shake into the lean with it, rock with it. But I was like, that's a little, that's a couple of extra dances. You put in that shit, nigga. It's, when he did that, I was like, oh, th- oh, this, this, this nigga's. Yeah, he he definitely he hype. Love this love him. Love him a lot. Um really fun show. I I mean not much to not not I mean a, a lot of the things went the way that we that, that we thought it would, but great the biggest match. So. Didn't even care who won, but great opening match. But we, get, but we can't we can't talk about the show without talking about the fact that like 2 hours before the show or an hour before the show, Roman Reigns, we found out he contracted COVID-19 and he actually wouldn't be on the show and would be replaced by Brock Lesnar. Or Brock Lesnar would would be added rather to the Fatal Four Way match for the WWE title, uh, which had everyone like, "Oh fuck!" As you should. <laughs> we were like, As oh, you should. Uh, but it was it definitely added a, a a air of intrigue, but also made it even more house showy to me, where it was just like, "Oh yeah, this guy couldn't make it to the house show tonight, so they're gonna do this." But um, 
really really fun matches man i i, I thought i thought everything to me kind of hit you know even even like even just some of like the the, the um the weaker stuff like i, I can't think of like a, just a t- outright terrible match on the show but um obviously we gotta talk about the really fun fatal five way and it's like you're you're watching this match and you're having a great time right and this is this is this is my this is this is my uh this was kind of like my experience with this match. You're having a great time. You're watching this match. I'm enjoying the match for what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving it. Then the fucking ending happens. And I said, I said, I really like that. And then I, then I thought about it and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, that made a lot of sense. I was like, yeah, I, I fuck with that a lot. And then I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> we're we're going to argue, aren't we? <laughs> we're going to argue. And the, the people... Who crawled out of nowhere? Who couldn't react fast enough? It's like, oh, they did it again. Oh, Brock Lesnar. Y'all, y'all talk about y'all talk about diversity, huh? <laughs> y'all talking about this bullshit, huh? What about this? Every single time, Big E crossover superstar. That's over now because he don't got a belt. Bruh. Big E, you talking about it? You talking about the next star? That's over now because he don't got the title. He's gonna go and start wrestling Austin Theory now, nigga. Yeah, we were right. Tony Khan was right. Big Swole wasn't good. I didn't like. All right, hold on. There's another part of this conversation that I didn't like, <laughs> and it's not that I don't like it. So I was in a lot of spaces all after the fact, mainly because I wanted to listen to what people were saying, and the AEW apologists were apologizing. But I didn't like things like billionaires just suck in professional wrestling in general. And I was just like, nigga, what did Vince McMahon do? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, there's just no good billionaires in professional wrestling. It's not for us. I was like, what? I can't believe he getting drawn into this. And this man has not said one thing. He hasn't said nothing. Not not defending Vince, but that nigga ain't did shit. He ain't. I mean, yeah, I'm not defending. I don't got to defend this man. This man got a billion dollars. And I'm not saying that he's... Respect? What what I do gotta respect is that these niggas did what the fuck they wanted to do regardless of what Tony was doing. Dead ass. People were trying I gotta to, respect it. People were trying to say on that same night, oh, WWE's petty for putting up their highlights of Bianca Belair and Biggie winning the titles. I was like, nigga, this is the best of show that aired on Friday, as it does every week. <laughs> and you think that they're doing shots at this? I was like, come on. This is why I don't take people seriously. That's why their brains being rotted out by I don't know what. The crack. Sorry, crack. I'm sorry we had to bring back saying people on crack again. But no, no crack. It's just so Biggie, here's how here's how I saw it. Biggie goes for the bin, big ending on Bobby Lashley and hits it. Yeah. And he decides he wants to go for the big Saskatchewan cheese. Because he could have pinned Bobby Lashley. But he turns around and he goes for it on Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar slips out that shit, lifting up F5, but a bing bada boom, it's over. And people are like, yo, why did he have to pin Big E? Um, because it, and, and I, to be to okay, here are my here are my clear issues with, with what happened. <clears throat> you pin Big E, you make it kind of definitive that Big E more than likely isn't gonna be, or not in the in the short term, isn't gonna be the one to take that from Brock, right? In the short term. You kind of you kind of leave him as kind of the odd man out here because he got pinned, he, he clearly lost it, and now you gotta you, you know you gotta build him back up for another run. The issue is is that will they keep him that strong? 
I mean, I think, I think they will. Because I think that even when he wasn't the WWE champion, when he was Intercontinental champion, he was kept relatively strong on SmackDown for a whole year. He basically took no else. You know what I mean? Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he basically was, was pretty strong, booked pretty strong. So now, on the other end of that, I got to say, I don't know what people expected from a Money in the Bank run. Those are usually never more than 60 days <laughs> at best. He got 100 out of them. He got 100 out of them. Beat Drew. Had a really good match with Roman. And this is where the wins and losses thing gets, gets tricky here. Because this is like a, this is, this is what, it, which is weird because it's like the AEW stuff with the wins and losses have people thinking that they really fucking, like, like I hate 50-50 booking, right. granted. But in the end, when they want to push you to the moon, that's when, that's, that's when it matters. You know what I'm saying? Or, or that's, that's, that's what matters the most is, is, is what they do with the, with those types of things. And the thing is, I don't even really think they do 50-50 more than they just like heavily protect people now, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, um, my thing here is that I just didn't, I never thought, and I even said it when he won, I don't think he'll have it that long, but I'm glad we got that moment. I'm glad we got it coming from from Lashley to Big E. That was a moment for mm-hmm. me. Is that what is that is it is it do, am I crazy for not for not you know what I'm saying like I don't want to covet um covet something as much as I want for someone who is on TV to have a title belt that like for a really long time. I don't like really long title reigns in general if they don't really have a story behind them. Like even Roman's thing yeah, is wrong. Yeah, long critical of Roman's reign because it's like yo, nigga, it should have been up, t- I'm up off the title. <laughs> Yeah, like we we're very critical of long title reigns. I don't know why it feels as though Meals, it, correct me if I'm wrong, to some people in the community, black people just aren't allowed to lose ever on on TV, and they're not losing in embarrassing ways. They're losing in fatal five way matches. <laughs> they're losing in, in matches where they're taking my surprise. Like and you and you put the Bianca well, the moment in SummerSlam. Embarrassing, but yeah, I get it. Kofi thing was was it was Brock Lesnar being a heel. That's what the Kofi thing was. The Kofi thing was Kofi had had, had what what he had misunderstanded or he had underestimated him or whatever. If they had to get, but honestly, they probably had to get out of there because it was like what ten o'clock by the time that match actually started. Yeah, yeah. But um, but like, you know, it, it just is what it is. People lose championships all the time. I never thought this this Money in the Bank run was going to be it. You usually get another one after that. You've seen Punk. You've seen it happen with Punk. You've seen it happen with Edge. Like usually, when you win the Money in the Bank, you you usually start winning that title. At like kind of like a not a regular clip, but a regular clip for this company, you do win it again. Listen, Big E is gonna be fine. I think we all <laughs> need to take a step back and kind of realize that. Big E lost the championship, and I knew we would have some sort of discourse online. It's the same thing as you. Oh shit, damn. Oh, we're gonna talk about this. People couldn't come out the woodwork fast enough. This is the company that you like, right? This is the company that you think. I'm uh, first of all, leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> I bro. Like, just I promise you, if I don't respond to you, it's because I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I ain't scared. I ain't scared of nobody. We're not scared of nobody. If I don't want to <laughs> talk to you, it's because if I don't talk to you, it's because I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, you want to talk to me. But I don't want to Yeah, y'all not, y'all not even like drippy enough to even be in my aura or Mule's aura. Y'all not, I'd be seeing the fits. Um, I, like, even on the profile, I'd be like, ah, nah. But, but, <laughs> but, 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 but nonetheless, 
I think it's just, you know what? I think it's sad that people just come to these conclusions and kind of like write it off and kind of come to these things. People lose. That's what professional wrestling is. And for people to try to conflate this fucking loss of a title to the same thing as a company owner lambasting a black woman live on Twitter. Y'all out your pea-headed minds, bro. Bro, the, we got to let... What oh, is we wrong gotta, with you? We, nah, we got to really stop that. We really do. We really, we really got to stop that. We got to let go of the, the Booker T losing at Mania thing. We got <laughs> we gotta we gotta stop. We gotta stop. We, we gotta let go of that, we bro. We really do. Cause this man That's literally all... said it on Twitter in 4K, nigga. I'm gonna refer to that tweet for the rest of my life. I promise you. Because it was a real thing that happened. It's still up. That tweet is still up, by it's the way. It's still fucking up, by the way. It's not gonna go up. I'm I'm I have thing in my brain on Wednesday he's gonna address this because it's TBS Day. I really do. But mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. Or he gonna address it with Jade Cargo winning it? You gonna have Jade Cargo win and then let off a couple tweets? And I'm still gonna fry. Bro, they they're conflating the, the it's the Booker T moment, the the new Booker T moments, the Bianca SummerSlam moment. Which again, like the Booker T moments, wild and but like if Booker T got over it, y'all niggas can get over it. But if the Bianca, Bianca got over, <laughs> the Bianca got over it. Like, it, 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 and this is my thing. The Bianca thing, there's there's like a whole swath of background and things that had to happen to make that happen, right? That wasn't supposed to be what happened. It wasn't like they said, you know what? Fuck Bianca. <laughs> then they did that. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like them doing that. Like, and then but you have to also look at the Big E thing in which he still got a match out of it. You have to look at the Big E thing, like, oh yeah. Uh Roman got COVID, so right. they had to they had to change plans. And I honestly think that I would have rathered it over who I thought it was going to be KO. I would have rathered it over Seth. I think this makes the show way more interesting going into Royal Rumble. And we got a we got a first time match coming out of it. Oh, oh, and did did, did there's a stat that we have, right, Mills? Oh, we got a stat. A stat. Here. Listen. Eleven shout out to Jeff J for tweeting this, by the way. Yeah. It's been eleven months. 11 months in a row that the WWE Championship matches have featured a black wrestler in it. It's not 11 months in a row. That's almost a full year. We get to you know Elimination what? Chamber. We get to Saudi Arabia and Bobby Lashley's there or Biggie's there. It's been a year. Bro. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is that this is the same way that they kind of put that in our minds with the women. From mania all the way on. Listen, the, to a point where we don't even realize it anymore. Right. That and that's, that's why it's dope. It's you have to do the work. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the groundwork. This isn't we talked about it for months. There's clips of us talking about it online, but you gotta put in the groundwork for this. You can't just say, like, oh, we're 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 you know, we're showcasing this and this is how diversity is and this is how this thing happens. No, that's not how it happens. You got to take real effort. You got to take real energy. You got to get back to the community. You got to propel these voices. You got to make them heard and make them known. Now, if you don't think, if you're a company and you don't think that they can cut the mustard, which is what you've shown, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. a completely different story. If you don't think the people that you have that feature on your show can cut the mustard, which is not which is completely wrong, by the way, because Jade Cargill is a star. And 
she ain't getting y'all ain't doing she needs work she she needs the you know that was another thing tony khan has said is that we don't got a pc and then people talk shit about obviously last legend but it's like you know who's that's like her first match right Mm-hmm. You think you think Jake Cargo would be a much better wrestler if she got to hang with Io Shirai and and all these other people and do that week to week and actually go to classes and get that time to spend with these people? It's clear from what Big Swole said they don't get that type of attention or that type of structure that they do. She said it, and you know why? You know, and I'm, we're going to continue to say that, and we're going to continue to say that AEW needs it because we now have confirmation that they don't do it, and we have we have a scale to go on. That one company does it, and you see them produce a Bianca Belair. One company doesn't, and you see them on AEW botches every damn week on Twitter. It's simple. <sighs> let's run through Raw really quick. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Raw. <clears throat> um, really, I thought it was a fun show. I thought it was a. Uh, I enjoyed it. I forgot it's, what it's, happened. No, I think it was a good show. It was a good show. It was a good show. I didn't. Um, I don't remember hating it. Brock was uh, this. This era of Brock is. Well, he's back with Paul Heyman. Do you like that? Yeah. I kind of liked him without him, to be honest with you. <laughs> I liked him with Paul if, Bro- if Brock is going to also talk. And um, I, I, I I, can't help but think that it was just it's just been such a weird limbo moment because I felt like they were waiting for 2022 to really start this whole thing off where it was like Brock was still fucking with him, but they weren't really fucking with each other. But then when he fired him, it was like, okay, so it, it left it so that it could be with Brock. I'm more worried about Roman without Paul. But then again, I'm not worried about Roman because his promos have actually gotten way better. So he doesn't really need Paul anymore. Yeah. So it is what it is there. Um, I did love Paul taunting Roman. I enjoyed just the whole thing in the beginning. I, I loved him running down the challengers. Just masterwork. I, I thought he had promo of the year already. Uh, that's going to be up there for me in terms of promos. Um, we got a we got a new challenger. We, we got a fantastic. They don't even do matches like this anymore where they go to the back. And I was like, ooh, you guys are doing this in a surge. You're wilding. But um <laughs> the main event, I was like, yo, y'all wilding. Y'all were running up the stairs. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know. But um they 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 ran through. It was a they, fun they match did that. though. That was a fun it match. Was a, it was a, it was a really fun, really fun match. And uh I, I think that uh they got the right winner. We want to see, we want to see Brock versus Bobby. Um, and there's some there's some real intrigue behind that because we don't know how it's gonna end. Mm. I don't know. I was, no, I kinda I have a feeling Brock is gonna win. But <laughs> <laughs> um still first time ever. Very rare. Yeah. These two have not crossed paths in the entire time they've been here, which I'm sure they've done on purpose. Cause they know how big this match is. Yep. Um so it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see Bobby versus uh versus Brock. Wow. It'll be interesting to see MVP versus Heyman. It's gonna be interesting to see a lot of things. Yeah. No, really, really good, really good book in there. I, I can't say I can't say that I, I'm not a fan of of the 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 course correction there. Um I think it was the most interesting path they could have went. I don't see Biggie as being less than in this situation i don't see him as being pulled to the side there is something for him to do in that he will more than likely be in the royal rumble you know what i'm saying like there is something for him to do it's just mania time baby mm-hmm. <laughs> like you got you got to pull out the big guns this happens every single year he will be in that that part of his career very soon where he will be part of the big guns i just see it right now is that like he's still somebody that they are absolutely going to be doing crossover media with because 
why the fuck would they stop putting him in crossover media, you idiots? <laughs> like, this is fucking marketing one-on-one. Of course, they're going to put him up there. But I still see him as someone that they, going forward on Raw, as a babyface champion. I, I see people saying two things coming out of this. Title versus title, not going to happen. Uh, and Biggie facing yeah, Roman. I don't, stop. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's happening either. I think those two scenarios are not happening at all. Stop trying to unify the titles. You do not want one title. Yeah. I'm guaranteed. If you see Roman Reigns as Reign, you do not want one championship on your show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, stop that. And there there doesn't need to be <clears throat> there doesn't need to be a like a reflection on the end of this title reign. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with him? <laughs> he wasn't the first one. It's, I feel like there were more people who heard about this than they were about Kofi. No, crazy. no, no, no. I think Kofi, Kofi had shit trending and shit. I think we're just in a different space now where, you know, which is wild to say from like 2019 to 2022, like we're in a much more, uh, and I really do think it's the George Floyd and a lot of stuff and, you know, just holding a lot of things to, um, Holding up a lot of things, and especially since we're charged off from the Tony Khan night as well, all this yeah. other stuff like that. But yeah, man, listen, Biggie gonna be fine. I don't know why I'm it was what it was, bro. Yeah, it was what it was, man. Move on, bro. Gonna be fine. Next, next week. He's gonna be fine. He's not champion. You know what, man? I blame Spider Man. No way home, bro. They you you can't have media that just always gives niggas what they want at the end. Well, listen, that's what life is full of. Life is full of disappointments, nigga. That's what fucking listen. That's what Eric Bischoff says about AEW every week. It's like at some point you're gonna have to stop giving people what they want. Yeah, because <laughs> because then you're gonna set yourself up for major disappointment. Yeah, like sixty minute fucking draws. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, what else happened here? Uh, I liked RK Bro versus Alpha Academy. I was like, oh, this is nice. It was pretty good it was a weird it was a weird um night in that they had tag matches where the other partner didn't tag in which is rare mm. <laughs> which is super rare but I, I thought like, it was nah, i'm good <laughs> yeah very very rare that it happened um i thought that they're they're now uh they they've put in uh austin theory uh, the street profits and the mysterio family into the royal rumble they are they are declared strangely no one from the women's side is declared yet but you're a we have a women's triple threat match next week between Dewdrop, Liv, and Bianca. I don't know what the fuck they're doing here. Well, listen, talk about your little Liv thing. Liv what Liv thing? Liv senior tweets. Liv was like, yo, what's this, hey, what's going on with this nigga? Liv thought, wow, if Liv, if Liv said that, hey. <laughs> <laughs> if Liv said that, hey. <laughs> listen, man. Becky was speaking that truth. Man, Liv follows me, man. She she responds to me sometimes, man. She she's she's mad cool, bro. But um, you know, I said Becky was speaking the truth. Becky was speaking the truth and Liv didn't like that shit. And I said, well, you know, it is what it is. Like you don't talk that talk, but it's uh talk that talk. You know, I liked them incorporating Bianca into this. I like the little Liv thing as well. I think the drop is getting in because she's just she's just been such a good sport over the last number of years. Hey man, listen. She's being rewarded. That wasn't no. You take that big of a bump, and then you also provided such a good program with one of the top stars. Why not reward her with an? Even if you're not even getting the match, you're in the opportunity for it. So you're placed in this vicinity. So shout out to yeah. her. I, 
I mean, Dewdrop getting a consistent push, I think. And I think that's dope. I think um, I think Liv's going to win that match, though. I mean, probably. I mean, who knows? I, don't, I wouldn't do that match three times. That's just You're going to have to make it a ladder match. I wouldn't do that match three times. I, I just wouldn't. Because I, I feel like at that point, you're like, it's like Kevin Owens. You're beating her to the ground at that point. And it's like, we wouldn't, I'm not going to believe that she's going to be a, a contender for anything unless she wins money in the bank in July. Like, I, I, you don't want to beat Liv down. I think you want to make it a situation where Becky maybe has to do. Because the thing is, is that I feel like a SmackDown woman might be winning the Rumble if they're going to do it that way. They I could potentially. Oh, stop. They could potentially. Here's my here's my thought. They could potentially do a multi-woman match or do the match again and, and you know, have Bianca or whatever go into that and, and the Rumble and not win. The thing is, because this kind of fucks up my, my Bianca theory. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if she doesn't win, okay, she could she could go into the the the, the Royal Rumble. But it's like, damn, you, you're gonna you're gonna like, they're they're really dragging it. And and I think that is it's strange. But it's like, do you do the Women's Elimination Chamber where Bianca then gets her shot in that match? Because no. that's the one that's the one match she hasn't won. No, I think um she hasn't won Elimination Chamber. Yeah, but I think Bianca will. She's not gonna win this match. She doesn't have to get pinned because Dewdrop's in there. Oh yeah, um, you're right. And she's gonna go on to the Royal Rumble. But do you want to beat down Liv three times in a row? She ain't going to the WrestleMania. I mean, if Liv, Liv not really going to WrestleMania, you gotta get beat somewhere. True. All right. I love Liv, <laughs> but she's more popular coming out of this feud than anything. So this is a this is a net net plus for her. Right. Right. Uh, we also got. <laughs> Dana Brooke whiffing that entrance. <laughs> wow. I was like, listen. It, I can show it, you who so. they are. Believe them. <laughs> That's all I could say with this Dana Brooke entrance. I was like, when people show you who they are, please believe them. Oh, my, my man God. Reggie was like, hey, yo, I didn't know you was supposed to be doing it like that. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. What else happened on this? What has happened on this show? Um, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Really good segment. Challenge the Miz happened. and Maurice. This is, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Marcus Flo. That shouldn't happen in Mania. So stop it. No, no. They just, this is a nice, I'm sure this is a nice little bucket list for Edge. I'm sure they come yep. up with a nice little tag team finisher too. Yeah, I, I, I think that this is the reason why Beth left NXT, quote unquote left. And this is also the reason why they have not replaced her because she probably left, because she left, what, a month and a half ago? Yeah. She probably started training again. She probably going to be at Mania. This, She's probably, yeah, she'll, she'll probably be at Mania, but I think she will absolutely be back on NXT. That's, this is the only reason they have not replaced her, because I think she's going to come back. Because mm. usually on NXT, they have, they have a new nigga literally by the next, the next week. And this, that, this time they haven't. And I think they're going to they're gonna bring her back. I can see it. Which is fine. I, I can see it. Uh, you, that, can, can we please end this Nikki Ash thing? They have beaten her to the ground. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know, because there's really only four other women that's on Raw. <laughs> and... You ain't really got a um, oh, but Alexa Bliss is coming back. Forgot to say that. Yeah. Her journey to to Raw starts next week. Her journey back to Raw starts next week. So I would imagine that. I don't think it'll be Rumble. You think? I don't know. I think it'll be Rumble. I'm gonna say no, and you say yes, and let's just so we can have dissenting opinions. Yeah, but I don't think it'll be. Rumble. I think it'll be later than that. Listen, apparently they fired. <laughs> they fired the entire Royal Rumble thing, so there's no there's not enough participants for the Royal Rumble according to the internet. Um, I think 
Alexa Bliss will be back in time for Royal Rumble, and I will think I think that she'll be back in her, I guess, original form. That's cool. Yeah, you gotta gotta end the uh, in that shift. Babyface or, or heel? Babyface. Okay. I think okay, the people want to cheer her. Well, she was a babyface before. She was she a babyface like with a, Nikki. No, she was a babyface with Nikki. Oh yeah, she was for for a long time. Uh, I think I like her better as a babyface. I think so too. It's less. There's a. You don't have to use as much of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think I think that's it. That's it. That's it. it. Really? Did anything happen on? No, SmackDown wasn't a show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, SmackDown wasn't a show, yeah. So, uh, big week wrestling, obviously. Uh, We have a big week on AEW Dynamite, big TBS debut. Cyrus and Kwan will be talking about that this week on The War Report. Of course, if you missed any of our content, our year-end shows, uh, and our watch-along for Starcade, you can catch that on our Patreon. Just give give us a small little donation of $5.00. And you can watch all of that and listen to all of our shows early. We also have two Spot Callers episodes that came out uh, over the holiday season, too. I'm going to I'm gonna tune into that Beyond the Mountain one on my way home from work. Yeah, it is. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's definitely funny as hell. Uh, we got a poll coming out for uh, three more shows uh, for Spot Callers that we want the, we want the, the, the uh, listeners to vote on coming out, th- uh, I believe, this weekend. So we'll have three more choices for you guys. We're going to start off 2022. And on Spot Callers, we're actually going to start doing movies and, stuff, and documentaries and stuff now because uh, I really enjoyed doing that with Beyond the Mat. So we're going to continue that that path for, for Spot Callers, doing just the weirdest, wildest stuff, and we're going we're gonna to let the, the listeners vote on it. But, of course, thank you all for listening. We're, we're in a new year, 2022. Bigger, big year, biggest year. I don't know. We're going to see. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be back with more stuff from Russell Kingdom, uh, from what happens at, at New Year's Dash, what happened at, at Dynamite, whatever Tony Khan's dumb shit he says, and uh, and more <laughs> coming out uh, next week on the A Show. So for meals, I'm Justin. Peace out. Be safe.